Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. Well, former President Donald Trump tightened his grip on the GOP presidential nomination. He beat challenger Nikki Haley in the New Hampshire primary yesterday by a count of 55 to 43 percent. I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Now you've all heard the chatter among the political class. They're falling all over themselves saying this race is over. You know, Coach used to say something that would fire us up when we were behind. Loser! You're a loser! Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. I'm not going to spend too much time on Donald Trump's uh, cognitive disorders. He tried to say that Nikki Haley did not allow the National Guard to come, but it was Nancy Pelosi. It wasn't nobody. It was Joe. Yeah, yeah, there it is! There it is! If I were Biden, I would, I would stay hidden. Quick, you gotta hide me from PBS. Their bloodthirsty pursuit is made possible by a grant from the Chump Group. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Last time out, he stayed hidden in his basement. This time, I think he needs one of those uh, civil defense-type bunkers from the 1950s. You know, duck and cover, the Atomic Cafe. Go go underground. Get some heavy rest, as Van Morrison would say. Never have to worry about what is worst and what is best, as if he could ever figure it out anyway. I can't believe he was blaming the, the, uh, the, the Nazi demonstrators at Bull Run yesterday at Manassas uh, on, uh, Ma- as being MAGA Republicans. MAGA Republicans. Oh, mm-hmm. Whatever you say, Mr. President. Whatever you say, Brandon. 844 We're going to start off talking about the uh, New Hampshire primaries. want to hear from people who were in New Hampshire. There were great callers yesterday that we had, and uh, people have uh, People were predicting it. People like Bruce from the Mets and others, uh, and he lives in Exeter, predicting that, uh, saying that what he'd seen firsthand at his precinct, all these uh, independents coming in and uh, obviously taking Republican ballots and then going around as they leave the, to that table where they go and re-register as independents. And uh, that's that's what happened. And there, you know, there are a lot of uh, a lot of numbers out there. Uh, the, uh, the guy on MSNBC said that uh, I think it was that seventy percent of the uh, people voting for uh, Nikki Haley were not Republicans; they're independents. And again, this is legal. This is all legal. And you know, personally, as a as a longtime unenrolled voter in Massachusetts, like sixty percent of the population of Massachusetts, I I like being unenrolled. You know, I was trying to explain that to somebody today. That, uh, you know, when you in Massachusetts, anyway, if you register unenrolled, that gives me that gave me I'm because I'm now registered Florida voter with a closed primary that gave me two chances to stop the most horrible, odious Democrat. Usually, usually I didn't succeed, but there'd be a choice between one particularly horrible Democrat and one less horrible Democrat. So I'd vote for the less horrible Democrat. He'd lose. She would lose. And then I would vote for the Republican in the general election, and in most cases, the Republican would lose. But it made me feel better that I had two, two, uh, two strikes, two shots at it, two shots at throwing a pass, a hail mary pass into the end zone. So I don't have a problem with it. 
but it did uh, it, it it did skew the results a little bit for what the the, the Republicans were obviously pretty heavily uh, into Donald Trump, and that's that's the whole thing about all the polls that showed him with. Uh, uh, the tracking polls, 57, 58, 60 percent. And I think if you if you look at look at what happened, he did. That's what he got among Republicans. But they didn't expect to, to have the uh, independents turn out the way they did. Uh, Tom uh, from by the river, Arkansas, he, he emailed me today. He looked at the numbers as of December 28th in just last month. In New Hampshire, there were 267,905 Republicans registered in the state of Vermont. 200, rounded off, 268,000. With 92% of the precincts reporting this morning at uh, 11.30 a.m., Trump and Haley votes combined, and that's not all of them because Christie and DeSantis and the others got a handful of votes, 303,000. So the turnout of the turnout of Republican, the Republican primary turnout was about 110 or 112 percent of registered Republicans. And again, this is not illegal because independents can take a Republican ballot in, in New Hampshire. But it, it really tells you where they where the Haley vote came from. And and as I just told Grace, too, the other thing that really uh, that I, I find amusing in this context because it really doesn't mean anything because the Democrat primary didn't mean anything. But you, you remember they told us, you know, the, these Republicans are racist and uh, and they, they say that you can count all the votes in, in the single night, the night of the election. And you really need, uh, you know, in places like Atlanta or Philadelphia or Milwaukee or Detroit, you need days, if not weeks, to count all the votes. And that's what they said in 2020. And there were no there were no write-in votes in 2020, were there, at the presidential level? Yet in New Hampshire yesterday, the winner of the Democrat primary was a write-in candidate, and they declared that Joe Biden had won as a write-in candidate before they declared with 60,000 votes before they declared that Donald Trump, with over 170,000 votes, was the winner of the on the Republican side. It's funny how that works, isn't it? That they were so they they were able to discern every every rotten signature, every you know uh, you know X that was made on the ballot, every uh, half filled in oval, everything was counted for Joe Biden. It was all no problem, and it, the election was over. The Democrat primary was over at like I don't know eight twenty something like that. Republicans went on for, for a while longer. 844-500-4242. The majority of people voting in the Republican primary, this is according to the, uh, to, to the guy from uh, MSNBC, Steve uh, Kornacki, who seems to, be, he seems to be somewhat on the level. He said 53% were not Republicans. 45% were independent and they said 8% were democrat and I don't know how 8% I don't know how the democrats could get a republican ballot but that's that those are his numbers only 47% were republicans of the republican voters in 2016 that's the last time there was a really contested republican primary I think Trump got 49% of the vote that year it was 55 the republican primary was 55% republican 
42% independent and 3% Democrat. 844-500-4242, 603, did they pass out stickers with Joe Biden's name on it for the write-ins? You know, I, I asked that, I've been asking that question for days and nobody in New Hampshire has told me that they have seen, let alone gotten a uh, sticker. I don't think they did. I don't think they did. If you have if you have stickers, it's it doesn't it's not that different than, you know, just counting the votes. You just you just see that see that there's a sticker and you put it aside and you count it. You don't have to puzzle over what the voter meant to write in. Did he mean to write in ceasefire? Did he mean to write in Obama? Did he mean to write in Hamas? Claudine Gay, Rachel Rollins. They they don't they didn't need to do that last night. Every 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 scrawl on a Democrat ballot apparently was recorded for Joe Biden. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two seven seven eight one. Because you are a registered independent, does that mean you cannot vote in the Florida presidential primary? Yes, that's exactly what it means. I didn't understand that the law in Florida was different. I didn't check. I tell people to check the laws, and then I didn't check the law in Florida, and I registered as an independent. And now I, I I can't vote in the uh, in the primary. It doesn't it doesn't matter in Florida anyway. But that, I mean, the, the election will be over by by then. Maybe I should change. Maybe I should change my registration before then. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. So it's it's uh it's strange what they're saying about uh, why why Nikki Haley should continue. They hate Trump so bad. I think the the key, the uh, the most interesting word that I read last night was on the Wall Street Journal editorial board. That's Murdoch Murdoch's paper. Never never Trumpers all the way. Rhinos to the bitter end. They're the rhinos. Rhinos. If she can remain competitive, there's an argument for Ms. Haley to stay in the race through the July convention. Mr. Trump faces a treacherous legal road. Treacherous. It's an interesting word, isn't it? Treacherous. Usually means dangerous in the physical sense rather than in a sort of a legal sense. A treacherous legal road. Strange things can happen with candidates who are this old. Strange things, says the Wall Street Journal, the nation's largest newspaper. Treacherous legal road. Treacherous. Then there was a uh, story from the uh, National Review. Uh, they interviewed some men in the street, man in the street interviews at uh, Nikki Haley headquarters. A guy named from Sugar Hill, New Hampshire said, put it this way, Strange things happen. They seem to be getting stranger all the time. 844 Imagine sitting at home having to write Joe Biden on a thousand ballots. I'm not sure they did that, though. I, I think just go, go in there and just mark anything there. Oh, where are you? They're emptying out the nursing homes. Here's a pen. Just, just make any mark you want. Pretend, uh, pretend it's 1928 and you're voting for Al Smith or Herbert Hoover. 
When running a business, your employees can create all kinds of interesting situations, like somebody not showing up when they're supposed to. You better talk to Bambi. With Bambi, get access to your own dedicated U.S.-based HR manager starting at just $99 per month. They're available by phone, email, and real-time chat, so onboarding and terminations run smoothly. Team members reach peak performance, and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. And with Bambi's HR Autopilot, you'll automate important HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. HR managers can easily cost $80,000 a year, but Bambi starts at $99 per month. Schedule your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Visit Bambi.com and type Howie Carr under radio when you sign up. Spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com, Howie Carr under radio. B-A-M-B-E-E dot com, Howie Carr under radio. I'm Howie Carr. Looking for the perfect gift for the Howie Carr fan in your life? Or maybe you're looking for a great deal on a local restaurant or entertainment venue. We've got them all. Go to HowieCarshow.com and click store. He's Howie Carr and he's back. Today's poll question is brought to you by the Nauset Beach Inn. Right now, you can stay at the Nauset Beach Inn for under $200 this winter. To reserve your pet-friendly ocean view room with two queen-size beds, that means you can take the kids and without a problem, go to go to com. That's nossetbeachinn.com. Taylor, what's the, or excuse me, Jared, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com, is what's the number one issue in the 2024 election? Economy, illegal aliens, climate change, or Biden's senility? I'm going to say illegal aliens. 80% of the audience is going to say that with you. 15% say the economy, 5% for Biden's senility, and 0% for climate change. (laughs) The bagel. I thought someone would vote for it. It's in the national polls. It shows up at like 2 or 3%. I'm just I, I was wondering, but okay, maybe it'll maybe it'll uh, pop up to one percent in the later hour of the show. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. The the uh, numbers. Thirty one million dollars spent by Nikki Haley. She got a hundred. I'm gonna round it off to one hundred and thirty eight thousand votes. So I did the math for you. That's two hundred and twenty four dollars per vote. If you count Republican votes, it's probably about $500 a vote, maybe more, but $224 for all the uh, Republicans and independents that she got in New Hampshire. And so I guess Trump would be probably around 100 bucks a vote. He got 174, under 100, he got 174,000 votes and uh, he spent 15 million. So it'd be 90, 90, somewhere around 90 bucks, 100 bucks a vote, under 100. Mr. Garcia, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Mr. Garcia. Yes, hi, Harry. Uh, I want to ask you a question. What do you predict uh, Donald Trump going to pick VIP? And who you think, uh, who you, you I was pre- A couple pick? of days ago, I was thinking it was going to be uh, Tim Scott from South Carolina. But last night, I think he kind of gave uh, Tim Scott and Vivek 
a sort of a mini audition, you know, at the victory speech. They, you know, each of them got to speak for about a minute. And Vivek was really outstanding. And Tim Scott, again, gave a fireside chat and put the fire to sleep. I don't know. Who do you think? Who do you think it's going to? I don't know. I'm not sure it's going to be either one of those guys. But he, they, he gave them tryouts last night, I thought. Um, who do you he think went, it's going to be? Uh, I, I like Tim Scott better than anyone, but uh, I don't know if the black people going, um, you know, you call him Uncle Tom and white boy or whatever. I don't, I don't want, uh, uh, I don't know if he's going to be tough or if he's going to gain, gain the, the black folks to vote for Donald Trump and don't you think a lot of black people are going to vote for him just because of this illegal immigration stuff? Aren't black people in Newark as as angry as you are and as uh, as Italians or Jewish people are in Newark about uh, all the illegal aliens? You you know yesterday, yesterday I take I take over yeah. uh, and we chair over a black lady. She was watching Fox News and Donald Trump won. Yeah. Yes. What? And then <laughs> see, I said, so I'm see, Trump. so maybe, maybe they, maybe they are going to vote for Trump. And you know, maybe it doesn't matter who the vice president is if it's uh, if it's Tim Scott or or somebody else. I, I don't know. I don't know who it's. I'm pretty sure it's not going to be Nikki Haley though. Thanks, Mr. Garcia. Susan, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Howie, Susan. Um, I'm a lifelong Republican. I live in New Hampshire. I voted for Nikki Haley yesterday. Um, I just, my question to you is, all you and Grace are ranting about all the independents that voted for Nikki yesterday. How is Donald Trump going to win without getting? I'm not. I'm done. I'm not ranting about it. I like. I said. I like this. I personally, I like the system. But I'm just saying. You know, I think a lot of those people that were voting for her yesterday, the independents. I think those are uh, Biden voters in disguise. I mean, apparently, uh, I haven't seen the numbers, but I heard about someone was reading about them in Hanover, where Dartmouth is. Suddenly, they had this an extra thousand independent votes, and uh, Nikki Haley won uh, Hanover, New Hampshire, in a landslide. Now, do you really think those uh, those uh, panty waist, namby pamby snowflakes from the Ivy League are going to be voting for uh, for a Republican candidate in November, Susan? All I know, all all I know is all of my family and friends and neighbors that voted for Nikki Haley yesterday, and there were a lot of them. They did it because they didn't want Donald Trump. Yeah, well, and, 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 and they they were they were Republicans. I know, I know, but he, you know, I I know there are people like that, obviously, but he did get more votes than any candidate of either party has ever gotten in a in a in a primary in New Hampshire. Did he not? He he did, but I I just I, I guarantee I will be calling you the day after the general election and reminding you what happened because he is going to lose the election for us. Okay, I mean he he could he could lose it. I mean I don't think it's a sure it's a sure thing. But I mean, will you will you vote for Biden over Donald Trump, Susan? I I will stay home if it if it's between those two. I definitely will not vote Biden, and I definitely will not vote Trump. Would you vote third party? Joe Manchin, Nikki Haley? Yes, I would. Okay. All right. 844-500-4242. I'm Howie Carr.
live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. I, I know there, were, there are people like uh, Susan who say they're not going to vote for Trump. And, you know, what, what are you going to do? I mean, they've, they have Trump derangement syndrome. Even, even Republicans have Trump derangement syndrome. They're, there were some of them last night at uh, Nikki Haley's victory party. They weren't all just, uh, you know, uh, independents who are really Democrats pretending to be Republicans. They're, they're people who don't. The Wall Street, no, and no one at the Wall Street Journal likes, Falk, likes uh, Trump. No one at Fox or very few at the New York Post like uh, like Donald Trump. They, they take their marching orders from uh, from Rupert Murdoch or in some cases the Koch, bro- the, the Koch organization. The, there's, there's only one of the brothers that's in the organization now. The other one died. From, you know, all, all these – the club for no growth, as Donald Trump uh, calls the club for growth. I mean, all these, uh, these rhinos, you know, the, the, uh, the Paul Ryans – a, con- a convenient name, Paul Ryano. But what are you going to do? I mean, people, there are going to be some people you can't bring back. I And and is Nikki Haley the one? How many people are going to walk away from uh, voting and stay at home if Nikki Haley is the nominee? Vivek, I'm not going to play it now because we're going to play it a little bit later, but Vivek just had a beautiful put down of her, you know? She wants to. He basically said she wants to uh, to to uh, raise the age for when you can collect the money you put into Social Security, and then give billions of it to Ukrainian kleptocrats so they can buy more houses. Uh, that summed it up in like eight seconds. Yeah, he, I get how he, why people go crazy for Social Security. Like for a long time, when that would come up during elections when I was younger, I didn't really understand why it was one of those issues where. You could it could ruin someone's campaign if they said the wrong thing about Social Security. But especially now, given how screwed over people feel in general, like the general malaise in the country to then tell people who have been waiting for their entire lives for this that, oh, we're going to reform it a little bit and we're going to you know, we don't have enough money for it right now. It's like, well, find the money. You find the money for everything else. You find the money for all those illegal aliens that are camping out at Logan Airport that are, that are uh, have turned every uh, med- moderate-priced uh, motel hotel in the Commonwealth and really in the entire country into a flop house for illegal aliens committing uh, horrible crimes and uh, living living high uh, and getting three three free meals a day. There's plenty of money for them, isn't there? So, but you want to raise the purse raise- strings get really tight when they're talking about regular people. I know. Yeah. It's always like, you know, they they always say, uh, you know, if you have stock and then you paid, people have said this for a long time. If you have, if you bought stock equities and you get a dividend, you know what they call that? Unearned income. But if you just swam across the Rio Grande yesterday and now you want everything taken care of for the rest of your life and you don't even want to learn English, that's an entitlement. You're entitled. But if you if you invested, that's unearned income. That's the way it is. You know, I, what I always say is, Grace, you know when I you know when I started paying into Social Security, you know who the president was? Who? Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> Lyndon Johnson didn't tell me, Howard, we'll give you some money if we don't if we if we got enough money after we take in all the illegal if we take after we take in thirty million illegal aliens who don't work. 
Maybe there'll be a couple of dimes and quarters left over for you hired. He didn't say that, Grace. Yeah, and it's also, if they're saying, oh, we don't have the money after you and other people have paid into it, it's like, well, that sounds like a you problem. That that That's not a me problem. I paid you. I gave you the money. If you lost it, you better go find it. Yeah, what happened to Bernie Madoff? He was running a scheme like that, wasn't he? <laughs> I believe he died in prison in Butner, North Carolina. Yeah, it's called a Ponzi scheme. And Howie, I don't know. Uh, again, this is far off for me, and I've really only started thinking about it over the last couple of years as it comes up during elections and stuff. But I don't know. You know how they say, okay, well, you could get it when you're 62, but you're gonna have you'll get it significantly reduced. You're not gonna get the full, you know, right. benefits. I don't know if I'd wait though. I just. <laughs> I know I sound no. paranoid like I do with the lottery, but I just I, I know that if I was if I'm the one who's like, oh, I'm going to wait for two more years and that two years, that will be the time where they go, oh, we went belly up. None for you. Yeah. One time I asked one of the guys in the state retirement system, a guy who's really a numbers guy who I know a little bit. I said, should I when should I start taking Social Security? And he looked at me like he thought, you know, like he'd really overestimated my intelligence <laughs> all these years because he would have started taking it immediately. And. You know, he's, he, that's, that's the way to go. you got to start taking especially now, you know, because you, you, the people who actually paid in to the system, American citizens, especially American citizens in the unprotected classes, we're at the absolute back of the bus when it comes to getting anything, even if we paid for it. Mm-hmm. It's a fact. No one can deny it. All right, it's time now for Grace's News. How dare you? I know you talked a little bit about this yesterday, but I wanted to give people an update on the January 6th pipe bombs because there's a really good piece today in Red State by Nick Arema, and it's basically breaking down Representative Thomas Massey's Twitter yeah, thread. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. And so I just highlighted a couple parts that I think are important. So if you're if you're not someone who's like super familiar with what happened with the pipe bombs, Massey is basically explaining how the official narrative regarding these bombs they found on January 6th are rapidly it's rapidly collapsing. He spoke about an interview that the House Judiciary Committee conducted with the former FBI assistant director in charge of the D.C. field office. Yeah, that's the guy Antu Antu Ono. He's the, he's the one who set up the Gretchen Whitmer uh, kidnap hoax. He also retired conveniently in November. Yeah, of it's, it's funny how that works. Isn't yeah. It? Uh, so Massey asked if the pipe bombs were viable. An important question in light of the video that now seems to show a very casual approach to the notification of the DNC bomb. Duantano said he had been told by the lab guys at Quantico that they were viable. He mentioned there was a kitchen timer on it. Massey asked how long you could set the timer for. Duantano said he thought it was an hour. Massey also noted in the interview that former agent Kyle Serafin said the bombs weren't viable. I'm going to skip down here. It says, then he asked about the finding of the second bomb, the DNC bomb, including whether the people who discovered it would be considered suspects, whether we have all of the video of the best resolution, and whether the FBI released false or incomplete information. Duantano said he couldn't recall info on who found it. That's the one where the new report says it was a Capitol Police officer. Mas- right. Then they, then they found one of them, the Republican bomb they found be in this uh, hangout behind in an alley behind a basically a Republican bar. And the, the people in the bar, they have cameras all over in this area, too. They have cameras everywhere in D.C. And they they said that no no FBI agents had come to uh, interview them, no feds at all, for over a year about whether they saw the bomb being planted. And I was reminded, you know, when Whitey Bulger went on the lam, they, they didn't bother to find out what his aliases were until after he'd been stopped by the cops twice 
in the in the year the first year that he was gone. Yeah, Nicarema wrote. Uh, Massey said it was remarkable that it was discovered within minutes of the first bomb. The guy in the black hoodie seemed to find it. He said, and he told law enforcement that it was there at the DNC, and then they evacuated Kamala Harris, who was at the DNC building. This is the part I find amazing. Duantano said he wasn't aware of that video, which seems odd if he's in charge of the investigation. A lot of the 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 details They're surrounding these bombs. They're very are busy odd. people. He was still, you know, he was still putting together the uh, frame up on those uh, those bums in Michigan who lived in their cars that they were trying to say were masterminding a kidnap plot against Gretchen Whitmer. They, and they broke that story right before the election. Remember that? And they had to fire the uh, the head of the the actual head of the probe because he was uh, getting drunk and beating his wife. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and, and they're handling the investigation out of Quantico. That's that's the big FBI training academy. That used to be run by a guy named Vino Morris out of Boston. He's the one who used to tip uh, Whitey and Stevie to who was uh, who was going to who was being a witness against him so they could kill him. And in return, he would get money so he could bring his he, cash so he could bring his girlfriend down to FBI training uh training events in Georgia and then he would sometimes they would just give him 5000 in cash or some wine a case of wine yeah that's that's the guy that So uh, do you think it was more on the level then or now It was equal it's <laughs> not on the level then it's a wash or now or ever for that matter Blue State's bag ban meant to protect environment backfires at staggering rate. So this is from Fox News. It says plastic consumption in New Jersey spiked by nearly three times following the state's implementation of a strict ban on single-use plastic shopping bins. So, Howie, we've talked about this before. It's happened in a couple of uh, towns in Massachusetts where they don't want you to be able to have the plastic bags when you go to the grocery store. Oh, more than a couple. A lot of towns now. Yeah, yeah, and so instead they want you to use those reusable bags. Right. But that's becoming a problem because now people are saying that th- there are so many of those bags. It says it didn't take long, however, until shoppers started airing their grievances to local media that the reusable bags were stacking up in their homes due to repeatedly purchasing reusable bags at the grocery store or due to home grocery delivery services using new reusable bags right. at each drop-off. Well, well, how about when they, they, they outlawed a lot of these bags before, the plastic bags before COVID, and then they made you use reusable bags. And then when COVID came in, the panic was ginned up by the red Chinese and the Democrats. They, they suddenly said, you can't use the reusable bags because they're spreading diseases. So they brought back the plastic bags. I always admire people. Do you people. remember that? Yeah, I do. I, I admire people who remember to bring their bags. Okay. I forget. All right, Grace. Thanks, Thank I- you very much. Winter is the perfect time to visit the Cape. You don't have to fight the crowds and you can easily get a dinner reservation. Nauset Beach Inn just opened the rooms for the season and at less than $200 a night. When I visited the Nauset Beach Inn, I knew it was truly special, a one-of-a-kind place on the Cape. Four acres and only 12 rooms in the Sunrise Cottage. Not only an ocean view from every room, but 100 yards from the ocean front on pristine Nauset Beach. You can hear the surf all day long. Enjoy the 500,000 BTU fire pits lit year-round to enjoy sunsets and early evenings. Why not barbecue on one of the gas grills? There is no better view for lunch, happy hour, or dinner than from the rooms and fire pits at Nauset Beach Inn. The Nauset Beach Inn, every room has two queen beds. It's family-friendly, pet-friendly, great for school vacations, and it has an ocean view like no other anywhere. A short drive to a vacation far away. NaussetBeachInn.com. I'm Howie Carr. 
The Howie Car Show. The Emperor of Hate, Howie Carr, is back. It's Howie Carr's cheap bastard deal. Oh, yeah. Sounds too good to be true. Oh, no, it's real, and it's a steal. You know there's plenty more when you shop at Howie's store for another Howie Carr cheap bastard deal. Howie Carr, the cheapest bastard around. We have a new company with us today. It's uh, Nutray Meal Plans, and this is me- prepped meals that you can get delivered to your house fresh, not frozen, and they go up and down the East Coast, uh, any uh, anywhere in the, in our listing area pretty much. And uh, it's uh, it's run by the, uh, it's owned by the Perina family. They've owned and operated Italian restaurants north of Boston for uh, 15 years. Toscana Ristorante and Toscana Bar Italiano, those are staples on the North Shore. They've done cheap bastard deals with us. Everybody loves them. They're known for their high-quality, handmade food, uh, along with outstanding family-oriented customer service and ambiance. So now uh, they uh, they have the... the uh, the Perinas have a have a passion for food and hospitality. So uh, Angelo, Lucio, and Valentino have sought to bring their knowledge and experience to the meal prep industry. Uh, while supplies last, you can purchase a one hundred dollar gift card to Nutray Meal Plans for just fifty bucks. Go to HowieCarshow.com and click on Store to get yours now. And if you're not familiar with Nutray, you can go to Go Nutray N U T R E dot com and check out the weekly menu it looks fantastic and they're all pretty low calorie too. these meals joining us now is one of the founders of Nutray meal plans angelo perina uh angelo thank you very much i was talking to you about this uh be, or earlier today about uh Nutray. and this is this sounds like a, a great uh, great deal you 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 get on you get the the hundred dollar gift card for 50 bucks and you can you can test out this uh, plan what tell tell people what choices they have uh, every week at the new tray meal plans yeah howie thank you so much for having me so with uh with new tray you have a, a large selection so there's between 35 and 40 menu items that rotate every week so you can get everything from you know a healthy chicken stir fry to uh, rigatoni with meatballs to a ravioli to chicken cordon blues, big stuffed haddock. So we have everything across the board. Um, but again, all of our meals are healthy. They're portion controlled. They're made fresh. They're served fresh. Um, so there is, really is a large variety of meals. And there are all kinds of special meal plans if you have dietary considerations, gluten-free, dairy-free, nut-free, diabetic-friendly, and more. But or you can just order regular meals, and and I like I said I noticed that you have all the calories listed. These are these are not high calorie uh, items, even though they look extremely uh, tasty. You know that's that's really our motto. Like we we make healthy food taste great and, and and make it affordable. So that's that's our whole mantra. So we try to keep everything you know portion controlled. You'd be surprised how you can eat healthy if you can just control your portions and still have great quality food. Now the the meals are delivered fresh, not frozen, and and you and you deliver as far south as Miami. So that's but so people have to order. They what day do they have to order if they want them delivered on Sunday or Monday? 
So to get delivered on Sunday or Monday, uh, Wednesday, by Wednesday at, at uh, 11.59 p.m. That's the cutoff date for, um, for ordering for that particular weekend, so for that Sunday or Monday coming up. Okay, and you just pick you just pick the meals you want, and they're and they're del- they're delivered there, and they're sh- but they're del- not frozen like like so many other uh, of these plans. This these are these are delivered uh, fresh, and uh, they're unfrozen, and they and they come right to your door, and uh, delivery is available in over twenty states, and uh, so so I, and they're it's like it's delivered by by a, a driver, right? Not not by FedEx or something it's like a DoorDash guy type guy exactly they actually all work for nutray so we have you know um, like 90 percent of our fleet is our own vans with our own drivers our own trucks so we deliver in reusable um reusable bags with ice and they leave our refrigerated facility they go in a refrigerated van in a bag with ice they're left right at your front door and then if you have a bag from the week before They'll just swap it out. They'll take your bag and your ice back from the week before, and they drop off your fresh meals. And you get notified as to when the driver's coming. And but once you once you start ordering, you'll see that if your order's coming Sunday at about noon, it'll come at about that time every week. Because once you're on that route, you're kind of locked into that time. So you people get into the habit and the routine of you know swapping out. Uh, their so bags. how many subscribers do you have uh, to uh, Nutra Nutray meal plans? So we have a little bit over 5,000 customers a week, um, and most of those are right here in New England. So we started right out of uh, Peabody, Mass. We actually started out of the kitchen of Toscana's working at night, overnight when the kitchen closed. And then we you know, we slowly grew from there. So it's been quite a journey. And how long has uh, Nutray been around? So we started in two, late 2017, early 2018. So we've been at it for, you know, before this was like a popular thing to uh, deliver to people's homes, but now it's become more common and people are more used to ordering online and getting uh, you know food delivered right to your door. So obviously uh, you've sur- you've survived and you have a lot of satisfied customers that are ordering every week. And you don't have to order every week if you're away for a while. You can uh, you you can uh, halt it for a while, correct? Absolutely. So we don't like to lock anybody into whatever they don't want. So you can skip multiple. We can skip up to four weeks at a time. You can cancel any time. You can skip. If you forget to do something on your order, we have an excellent customer service department right here out of Peabody. But you call right in or message into the, um, through the website. We take care of that for you. Uh, but, again, we only want you to have your meals when you want them. So we make it completely user-friendly, super-to-use website um, where you can really pick and choose what you want. What's the average number of meals that people order per week? The average is about 10. You know, so it, it, some people you can get up to 20 meals. So some people, yeah. if you're if you're doing, uh, you know, through the weekend and everything, they'll get 20 meals. Some people get one meal a day, two meals a day. It really depends. And we have snacks, juices, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's just that basically you can do anything you want. You don't have to go to the grocery store. The food is uh, healthy and it's uh, non-frozen. And if you if you want to read up on uh, before you go to Cheap Bastard Deal, go to, go to the website Go Nutra. Go Nutre, N-U-T-R-E dot com. Go Nutre dot com. Thank you. 
This is Caroline Levitt, and time is running out for you to join me November 16th as we journey in search of Iceland's magical northern lights with Colette Tours. Once you have registered, we will have a virtual online meet and greet with all of our fellow travelers on Wednesday, January 24th at 3 p.m. to discuss our upcoming experience to the land of fire and ice with a rare opportunity to search for the northern lights, one of nature's most dazzling light displays. See the ever-changing steaming lava fields and massive glacier sculpted mountains and valleys, leaving thundering waterfalls and plunging fjords. We'll travel the Golden Circle, walk on a black volcanic sand beach, and relax in the warm, mineral-rich water of the Blue Lagoon. Colette covers the details, from flights to meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your only job is to have the time of your life. Call 800-581-8942 or visit HowieCarshow.com to learn more. That number again is 800-581-8942. Come away with 